Welcome to Recover and Thrive with Dr. Bob King and co-host Cindy Hall. In this program, we explain how diet, lifestyle, fitness, and faith come together to heal our bodies as well as our souls. There are only a few key building blocks to good health. And if you focus on each one, you should be on the way to feeling your best. Now, here is Dr. King. Welcome to Recover and Thrive with Dr. Bob King and Cindy Hall. All right. Well, we have, in previous programs, gone through the uh, eight laws of health and what would be uh, necessary for someone to maintain their health or recover from illness. There is another broadcast that uh, we have recorded previously, and I think we'll do that next week, that concerns recovery from disease. It is one of the uh, one of the best applications of eight laws of health to healing that we have. But uh, today, what we're going to do is go through a uh, very common uh, illness that would be high blood pressure. It seems that most everybody in the Western world seems to face that. And I expect a lot of other people do, too. And so what I'm wanting to do is not only go through um, some of the causes and things you can do, but also the applications of uh, eight laws of health. That is, how these things work so that you can take a weakened body and do something to, uh, to recover. So, okay, we'll start out with atherosclerosis. That would be, no, excuse me, arterial sclerosis and atherosclerosis. That is hardening of the arteries and then the plaque around the arteries. So how do you know that you got this? Well, early warning symptoms are intermittent claudication. Now, that is a restriction in blood flow, typically in the legs or maybe the arms. People notice it when they're walking or when they're exerting some kind of, uh, of energy. And suddenly the limb, either the legs, the feet, uh, start hurting. And then when they stop and rest the pain uh, goes away or it uh, just decreases. And so high blood pressure is uh, meeting a plaque or some kind of resistance that is not letting that blood completely go through a, a critical artery and then circulate now, through venous circulation back to the heart, and it causes pain. Now, there, uh, there are other ways you know, such as angina, chest pains. Now, there are some pains that are just kind of point pains. That may be your bones or muscles. But uh, angina is when it is as if something is just pushing your chest. It is it's serious, and you it will stop you. You just can't do anything 
against it as far as just willing to go forward. So the spikes are pretty high. The angina and the heart attack are end stages. And so when you start getting the warnings of being uncomfortable in your limbs, that's the time to start doing something about it. Now, the cause, the arteriosclerosis and atherosclerosis are two separate major diseases, yet uh, we discuss them together because the problems, effects, and solutions are so similar. Arterial sclerosis is the hardening of the walls of the arteries. Atherosclerosis is the hardening of plaque on the walls, which causes the walls to harden. A fuller explanation is more complicated, but uh, that's the simple one. Now, Would the plaque walls, be on the inside or the outside yeah, it, or it's both? always on the inside. Okay. The blood would never know if it was on the outside. Of the okay, walls. just checking. Yeah. So the hardened walls produce higher blood pressure, but plaque hardened and narrow vessels do it too. The end result of both is a heart attack. And the main difference between the two is that Arterial sclerosis is primarily the hardened walls themselves. Uh, excuse me. Yes, primarily the hardened walls, but atherosclerosis is the walls that plaque has hardened. And plaque is usually related to cholesterol. Whereas, uh, let's see. Now, the athero- atherosclerosis will also narrow the arteries. That is, it keeps building up, and so the artery doesn't get bigger, but the the plaque is taking up more and more space, and so there's less blood that can go through. Now, in arterial sclerosis, the deposits are primarily calcium. Now, that might happen if you're taking too much vitamin D or if you have uh, some disorder that uh, brings calcium out of the bones. It's uh, it's common, but not nearly as common as atherosclerosis. Now, would that happen if you're taking too much calcium as a supplement? It depends on whether or not your kidneys are able to get rid of it. I see. The bones will will be absorbing some, and then the kidneys will be excreting it. Now, just stopping and talking about that, you would have, the body has need for calcium in the serum uh, in order to... uh, or take or to neutralize uh, urine that is too acidic, and that comes from eating a diet that produces acidosis in the body. Now there are also other medical causes for it, but the kidneys have a safety valve to where if the urine it becomes too acidic then the first thing it'll do is start using uh, calcium in serum to neutralize it. 
Is that, that a lot energy. where the calcium, where the uh, kidney stones might come from? Yeah, that uh, that has a lot to do with it. Um, the kidney stones come from calcium that's drawn out of the blood, not necessarily, excuse me, drawn out of the bones, um, of course, through the blood, and not so much the amount of calcium that you've eaten. Now, if the kidneys continue to experience um, urine that's too acid and the calcium can't take care of it, then they will start producing ammonia. And the process is energy inefficient, and it also is painful. You start start having uh, pain in the uh, in the ureters. Okay, so let's move along. But both conditions, that is arteriosclerosis and atherosclerosis have essentially the same effect on circulation because both cause a hardening of the artery walls, both cause high blood pressure, both eventually lead to one or more of the same things. There's angina, which is chest pain following exertion, a heart attack where the heart muscle can no longer bear the lack of blood supply to it, and a stroke when the blood supply to part of the brain is cut off. Now, death may or may not follow, but uh, you can't guarantee which outcome you're going to get. The, uh, the problem is that a clot, or is when a clot uh, from this plaque breaks loose and it flows through the arteries and gets stuck in a narrower artery. If this occurs in the heart muscle, angina and heart attack, would be the result. If it happens in the brain, a stroke occurs. But basically, it is the same thing that's happening. You were getting a, uh, a clot break. It uh, blocks circulation in a smaller artery, and then you start having tissue death. So to complicate the matter further, not only can uh, arteriosclerosis and atherosclerosis cause high blood pressure, but high blood pressure intensifies the effects of both of them. Now, that could be caused by elevated cholesterol or triglyceride levels, which would involve eating high cholesterol foods, such as meat, eggs, whole milk products. It also includes smoking or and obesity, diabetes, emotional stress, and the lack of exercise, or a family history of the disease. Advancing age, pain in the legs, usually the calf, but sometimes in the feet, um, which increase the increase when walking, that's claudication. There may also be weakness or numbness and a heavy feeling in the legs. It's a symptom of atherosclerosis in the limbs. There also may be pain in the arms. Now, there is a pulse test that you can take, and I think I'll go over that in a later segment. But uh, treatment, you'd want to eat high-fiber foods. Now, these those that are low in fat and cholesterol, 
primarily eat fruits, vegetables, and grains. Dark leafy uh, green vegetables are important. Wheat bran and other particulate fibers are not as effective as those that are in the vegetables and the legumes. Now, I might say oat bran and oat fiber is quite effective. It does help, help a lot. Eat foods that are rich in vitamin E. This includes nuts, seeds, and whole grains. Now, only use cold-pressed vegetable oils. Now, they recommend, uh, for at least the, the, the source that I'm looking at recommends, soy, corn, and included with wheat germ and flaxseed. I'm not as impressed with the, uh, the soy and the corn. Avoid refined sugar. It's been shown to increase serum cholesterol levels. All right, we're coming on a break, and so coming up, I'll give you some more tips on how to, to regulate the blood pressure. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, ND. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to recover and thrive if you have a question or comment about our program dr king invites you to send an email the email address is dr bob at hungry kids international.org that's dr dot bob at hungry kids international.org now back to recover and thrive welcome back before the break we were 
talking about uh, some of the things you can do about reducing the high blood pressure related to arteriosclerosis and atherosclerosis. Well, basically applying eight laws of health to this, the uh, pressure is high because of inflammation. That is inflammation in the circulatory system. And you'd want to deal with that by, as far as diet goes, eating things that do not increase or, or promote inflammation in the circulatory system. And so I'm giving you the list for that. Another thing you'd want to do is to get out and move and breathe, alkalize your body. Uh, one of the best ways to you know, burn off extra uh, adrenaline or cortisol is to get outside, sunshine, clean air, walk around, raise your heart rate. It, uh, it does help if you've got pleasant company. You don't want to be out there worrying, carrying on, especially not fussing at somebody. Anger will raise blood pressure. And so you know, deal with the spiritual problems too. But let, for the time being, let's go on to some of the dietary things that you can do. I mentioned the vitamin E and the cold-pressed uh, vegetable oils. Now, I'm not as impressed with the grain oils or seed oils as some people are because in the manufacture of those oils, even though you end up with polyunsaturated oil, they are in the, in the manufacturing process, you have a lot of oxidized oils that have to be reduced with antioxidants. And so it's not necessarily a natural product. Well, manufacturing can do quite well to get a polyunsaturated oil, but uh, when I was in working in cancer research, I remembered seeing something really the interesting. That is, the the, the animals that were fed a uh, saturated fat tended to have more coronary problems, but and, and there was sugar in the diet as well. But the with the same diet composition, except that the oil was uh, polyunsaturated fats, then the, the animals tended to have less in the way of heart problems and much more in the way of cancer problems. And so that one stuck with me for a long time. It's gone, huh? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll keep that one in mind. <laughs> and so... The, uh, the wheat germ oil and the flaxseed germ oil, if they are cold-pressed and fresh, work, uh, fair, work quite well. Now, both of these oils also help with prostate problems. Um, they, uh, they do reduce inflammation. They're, they're quite helpful. Um, flaxseed oil 
was the only oil that uh, Dr. Max Garrison found to give the patient uh, essential fatty acids without a recurrence of melanoma. All of the other oils he tried uh, had a a recurrence of uh, melanoma tumors. And so you want to keep that in mind. Now, flaxseed oil has to be fresh. If it's fresh, it tastes pretty good. It smells good. If it's rancid, it tastes and smells like dead fish. And so if you're trying to eat healthy and you run into flaxseed oil and go, mmm, and then you smell it, oh, man, what died? That's not good. Don't eat it. So... At any rate, that's the problem. And you wouldn't want to blame flaxseed oil on a reputation that rancid oil would give you. Okay, now you'd want to avoid refined sugar, which has been shown to increase serum cholesterol levels, leading to atherosclerosis. It also increases triglycerides, fatty Fatty liver is associated with refined sugar. And so next, do not eat animal protein. If you got a problem with uh, high blood pressure, you probably need to be decreasing or removing animal protein from the diet. There is a definite link between them. Um, do not eat processed junk, dairy, white flour, or spiced or fried foods. I know, most of the good things, right? Yeah. And avoid, oh, <laughs> further, avoid pies, <laughs> ice cream, salt, and anything else that your body really craves, right? Yeah, you had to say all that, didn't you? <laughs> well, it depends. You, It's up to you, but uh, these things are associated with the... Uh, the blood pressure problems. Um, there are such things I mentioned as oat bran. Uh, oat bran works really good to lower the uh, the cholesterol, and it also helps with triglycerides. But remember, there are no remedies that will uh, compensate for or um, eliminate the effects of a bad diet and lifestyle. And so you really have to fix that or your body's going to succumb to the problems anyway. And so if you know you're moving toward artery problems, don't eat free oils. Any free oils in the diet. You let the the food or choose foods that have natural oils in them that are good for you. Okay, what do you mean by free oils? That is oil that's been added. Somebody pours in oil like you're frying eggs or such in some kind of oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, butter on the toast, yeah. things like that. You're still taking away all the goodies. Well, I'm not doing it. Fight's <laughs> not with me, it's with your own body. <laughs> I know. All right, now eggplant tends to lower cholesterol levels. Of course, most people like to fry eggplant in oil or something. <laughs> so I can't help you there. 
both the peanut oil and coconut oil are known to increase atherosclerosis. Well, there now, was a study some, some time that? back that was saying that the coconut oil was really good for your heart. Yeah, but the, the key there is whether or not you're in ketosis. That is the ketogenic diet. Now, ketogenesis is real and it works, but I do not ever recommend it uh, for someone who's trying to deal with um, arteriosclerosis or particularly atherosclerosis. You want to deal with that problem first, and then with good guidance, you can, can do a uh, ketogenic diet. Now, there are two kinds of ketogenic diets. Uh, one of them involves animal fats, the other plant fats. Now, the animal fats are going to put you in ketosis. They will burn fat, but they're going to throw off an enormous amount of free radicals. And so you're going to have to have a lot of antioxidants to deal with them. It will be damaging the blood system, and you probably will have cholesterol problems anyway. So just saying that. Now, reduce stress and avoid situations that cause it. Get regular and moderate exercise. Walking every day is very good, as I mentioned. Now, let's see. Overweight people. Uh, you should reduce. Even 20% or more above ideal weight carries a significantly increased risk for atherosclerosis. What's your ideal weight? Well, assume 100 pounds for the first five feet and then add five pounds for every inch over that. And this is for women. For men, you start with 100 pounds for the first five feet and then add seven pounds per inch over that. Of course, Next one, don't smoke and don't use nicotine in any form because it does restrict or constrict the blood vessels. Um, shark cartilage also inhibits the prediction, production of new blood vessels that are needed to increase blood circulation. So even though there are people who do use shark cartilage, I don't recommend it if you got high blood pressure. Now, you want to eliminate all sources of metal poisoning, such as aluminum or copper cooking utensils or lead plumbing, glazed ceramics, or anything like that, because they will complicate the coating on the walls. Now, x-rays make premature atherosclerosis more likely. Wow. I'm glad you have trouble with that word, too. Yeah, I don't know why I do. Well, I would like for you to visit our website. It's uh, hungrykidsinternational.org. And uh, now send me an email. We would like to hear from you. And so, you know, coming up, we'll get into hypotension, but I would like to leave you with a little more of what to do with um, atherosclerosis. Mm -hmm. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, ND. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to recover and thrive if you have a question or comment about our program dr king invites you to send an email the email address is dr bob at hungry kids international.org that's dr dot bob at hungry kids international.org now back to recover and thrive yeah welcome back we've been talking about lowering blood pressure particularly related to arteriosclerosis and atherosclerosis Now, one of the things you'd want to do is avoid big evening meals. There are a lot of people that have had a wonderful meal in the evening and then woke up dead. And it does have a lot to do with that practice of eating at night. It can be a really big problem. And it's best to be eating plain fruit or plain bread for supper. And you would want to do this still several hours before bedtime, and you don't want to be over full. Mm. The more full that your stomach is, the more trouble your body will have producing the enzymes necessary to digest that food. And of course, Undigested food will be sitting in the stomach for a long time and it will be causing a lot of inflammation in the stomach and that will call for a lot of cholesterol to be thrown out of the liver in in order to deal with that problem. Now, cholesterol is not a primary health problem. I look at it as a symptom of, of inflammation. The the cholesterol is more like the firefighter that has gone out to put the fire out. Cholesterol is an absolute necessity for cell membranes. You cannot build a cell membrane without it. And so when 
the uh, the body is in an inflammation reaction, then cells are being torn apart, and they're trying tissues are trying to repair. And so when you have a, a high reading of cholesterol, then there's something wrong in the system somewhere. So deal with inflammation. Now, chromium has been found to lower cholesterol. There are supplements that uh, contain chromium. They're found in brewer's yeast, and of course you can buy them in, in pill form. They are helpful, and they do uh, help burn fat. Now keep the extremities warm, maintain good circulation. Now glucose intolerance can produce a 100% risk, increased risk of atherosclerosis. Excuse me. Keep your blood sugars, sugar levels normal. Do not binge on sweets. Avoid constipation, which weakens the liver and the kidneys, which in turn will sludge the blood. The Chinese treat strokes by treating constipation. Hmm. So the that bowel goes has, back to the overeating, doesn't it? It does, and yet it's as well inflammation hmm. and could be liver problems. Because constipation does not just result from uh, from overeating or necessarily even eating the wrong foods, but also to how well the liver is functioning. So. Take care, take care of those things. Drink enough water and periodically check your blood pressure. If you don't know what your blood pressure is, you're guessing. And if you already know that you are prone to high blood pressure, it's best to know because you can make good decisions based on good information. If you don't have the information, your decisions may not be good. So just say it. Now, again, vitamin D can elevate blood cholesterol by drawing calcium out of the bones into the, uh, the arteries. And so now let's uh, kind of shift to hypotension, which is lower blood pressure. There are a lot of people that would be very happy to have low blood pressure. Now, it uh, usually does not cause death, but what it normally does is kind of make you feel sluggish. It uh, does make the brain um, slow. It makes uh, the muscles weaker. And so it is a disorder, but it also is associated with somewhat lengthening life. So, you know, it, I'm not uh, telling you to necessarily get rid of it. Just know what it is. See, treatment of it, uh, if needed, it should be aimed at locating and eliminating the problem, which could be even uh, thyroids. You just might need to, to have a thyroid test. Taking vitamin C to bowel tolerance and eight glasses of water a day will help. And get plenty of rest. 
garlic tends to normalize blood pressure levels. Are you talking about raw garlic or cooked garlic in your food? Uh, It would be raw garlic or the supplements. Uh, They tend to normalize blood pressure, which means lowering it if the blood pressure is too high or raising it if blood pressure is too low. So if you use it and you cook it in your food, it doesn't do the same thing? No, it, it does kill the principle. Now, there are some helpful herbs, and they, they would include ginseng, uh, spring adonis, and rosemary. So just so you'd know. And well, again, the, the rosemary doesn't necessarily mean when you use it as a spice in your food. When you cook it, yeah, that's a good, uh, good point. When you're the taking the these, you want to take them as treatments and not just as uh, as spices. Mm. They are used as spices because they do have a beneficial effect, but the effect is going to be negligible if you have a medical level problem. Mm. And so, typically, ginseng you'd want something like uh, a half or a quarter of a gram. And you'd want it uh, uncooked. And rosemary, you'd want a uh, teaspoon into a uh, cup of distilled water that is made as a infusion or a tea for maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes in hot water. You don't want to be boiling the water, but you will pour boiling water over the herb and do the extract. Drink the uh, the water after the extract. And so, so that's how long about, would you leave it in the in the about, water? About ten or fifteen minutes. Okay. So that's about all I'm going to say about uh, hypotension. Now, hypertension. There are a couple of uh, types of hypertension. There is the uh, primary hypertension, and there is secondary hypertension. Now, primary is just the blood pressure is high, and there doesn't seem to be a reason for it. Now, of course, any of the things that we have previously gone over would apply, but I would want to point you to the probability that you have spiritual problems. It is known that anger or rage will raise raise blood pressure. And if you're angry all the time or bitter, then you're going to be stressing your heart. It's, uh, it is dangerous. And, of course, anger by itself does not hurt anybody else. You can be mad and people will know that you're angry, but it's your heart you're destroying, mm-hmm. as well as, of course, all, a lot of other side effects, too, because your stomach's not going to be in good shape. Um, strokes, heart attacks, uh, even uh, problems with uh, digestion or failure of the colon or the kidneys, quite common. Now, fear is another thing that raises blood pressure. Now, fear comes in many varieties and flavors. It's outright panic on one end of the spectrum to a quiet dread of something that's coming up. Um, 
Anxiety can be useful if you use it to solve a problem. And a something that startles you, that it's a good thing if you get out of the way. But anxiety and fear that endure and that last and you can't get sleep is slowly eroding and destroying you. It is a spiritual problem. Now, for believers, fear is not your prophet. It does not have the right to tell you what's going to happen as an outcome in your life. Only the Word of God has the right to tell you what your life is going to be. But you have a choice of whether to believe the fear or to believe the promises. And so I'll have to leave it at that, but uh, you do not want to allow fear to hang around. The longer it stays, the more damage it's going to do, and the more it will give license to the things that you are fearing to happen in your life. And so I would want, to, I have in previous uh, programs, I've told you, find somebody that knows God and to talk to him if you need help. Now, I want to offer you the email that we advertise in this program. I'm quite willing to help you. I've been a pastor for decades longer than I've been a doctor. And so I believe that I could help you. Now, of course, I'm going to give you Christian answers. But uh, I'm wanting to not only make your body healthy, but I want for you to be in good shape spiritually. Because this life is the shortest thing you're ever going to do. It's... Uh, it's going to be over really quick. And then there is forever to think about. Okay, so I would like for you to spend some time at the website. Check out what we do. Most of the work is in Mexico, even though we are doing these, these broadcasts. And they also do broadcasts in Mexico. But uh, we're, we'd be happy to see you. So... See you after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, Indy. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. 
Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to recover and thrive if you have a question or comment about our program dr king invites you to send an email the email address is dr bob at hungry kids international.org that's dr dot bob at hungry kids international.org now back to recover and thrive yeah, welcome back we've been talking about uh, hypertension and so let's uh, get into some of the things that might treat it. Now, many of these things will be review, but uh, hearing it several times would, would be helpful. Um, habitual overeating, even of good food, will lead to hypertension. It will lead to hypertension. A person, who does, a person does not tend to overeat on healthfully prepared natural foods. Now, candies, steaks, mashed potatoes, you're probably going to be eating a bunch of that. But if you're eating many, even the same things that are prepared much more healthily, you tend to get full and satisfied faster. Another, excessive protein food, sweets, rich pastry, and desserts must be omitted but the reduction of all food is especially important. Overeating is what congests the system, and it will cause inflammation. Do not use salt. Now, of course, you have to have some salt in your diet, or you will die. But too much salt, and it's deadly. In the culture I'm used to, Excess salt is the problem. And so you want to not only look at the salt shaker, but you'd also look at the labels on your foods. So if foods contain sodium, uh, look for salt, sodium, soda, the letters N-A on the label. Also avoid MSG, monosodium glutamate. Baking soda, saccharin, soy sauce, diet soft drinks, preservatives, meat tenderizers, and softened water. You want to drink distilled water. Um, and I also would want to add with that, um, it would be better to have a distiller or reverse osmosis system 
available to you than to be buying many of the distilled water products in the store. Uh, one of the reasons is that even though distilled water is fairly cheap and it's good quality when it's made, they sell it in these plastic bottles that have plasticizers that come out into the water. And so unless you carbon filter the distilled water, you may end up being worse off than drinking good quality tap water that's carbon filtered. So um, just keep that in mind. Distilled water does dilute out minerals in the body that uh, should be excreted. Now, the body prefers uh, minerals such as calcium and metals that have been taken up in plants and have been processed by the plant to where it is an organic mineral. And the body seems to be able to use that better. Now, you can take many of the, uh, the mineral supplements as salts, but they're not all that efficient in being incorporated into the body. So keep that in mind. It, a lot of mineral works your kidneys harder. And the kidneys can begin to fail to where they're not actually clearing the, the minerals and the toxins because they're so congested. And they will often you know, let out water volume, but not necessarily the, uh, the toxins. And so one way that you can tell whether your liver and the kidneys are working well is, is you just check the urine. And if it is yellow, then you know that your liver's working. And depending on the color, you know pretty much how well the, the kidneys are working. Um, you don't want too much yellow because that means you don't have enough water to dilute it out. And so drink plenty of water. Now, stress, fear, anger, and pain increase blood pressure. We've already said that. Adequate Daily exercise helps reduce the effects of stress. Eat a high-fiber diet. Include oat bran. It appears to be the very best for the purposes of lowering blood pressure. And for oil, you want to take two tablespoons of flaxseed oil daily. Use no animal fat of any kind. And it's best to avoid meat since there is so much of it, not so much fat in meat. Now, going back to the, the flaxseed, the flaxseed oil can increase uh, cortisol in your system. And so you would deal with that by exercise. You'd want to, to walk or to do some kind of vigorous exercise for about 30 minutes or so. And that will burn off excess cortisol. Now, cortisol is the enemy of testosterone. You can have both in your system, and the cortisol will just make the, 
the testosterone to be of none effect. So the answer isn't necessarily increasing your testosterone by supplements. You want to get rid of the cortisol. So let's see, chocolate, alcohol, avocados, and aged cheeses could be a problem for high blood pressure. And uh, you would want to include calcium in the diet. And you want to drink uh, Fresh vegetable juices, that is freshly expressed vegetable juices. Um, they're, they're very good for you. And Bob, going back to the avocados, mm -hmm. avocados are, are supposed to be good for you. Now, they're is it because oil. it's got too much fat in it? Yeah, it's, it, it is a matter of calories and the, uh, the effect of an oil on a non-ketogenic diet. Well, same with the yogurt. I mean, is it? In the same category? It can be, yes. Okay. If you've got you really said avoid high blood, that. Now, these are not general avoid foods. It's If you've got high blood pressure, then these can be a problem for you. But that's why the avocados and the yogurt yes, are included in this. that's why they're included okay. in there. All right. So, yeah, thanks for clarifying that. Oh, I can see we are running out of time really yes, quick. Yes, we are again. <laughs> now I know that there are no way. There's no way that we can answer all questions or put out all the material. There are other segments that, or other sections of material that we haven't even covered. But uh, I would encourage you to get in touch with us if you do have some questions or interests. Uh, there are some things that may seem inconsistent, and I'd be happy to uh, talk with you or write with you uh, and do some explanation. Now, I would appreciate the shorter uh, emails because I'm not going to be able to treat your illness, uh, not like this, but I can give you some tips and help. And so... I appreciate it, and we appreciate your listening to us. Next week, I expect to have a, a pre-recorded uh, session, and I would appreciate your listening to that because we've laid out a how to do it in terms of recovery. And so thank you for listening. God bless you, and we'll uh, see you next week. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Recover and Thrive. Please join Dr. Bob King and Cindy Hall next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week.